We've talked about this many times on this show, right? We've talked about what's going on in our cities. Edmonton, Calgary specifically, but let's not fool ourselves. It extends far beyond the two big cities. We've had similar stories in, you know, you name it, Red Deer. Not so much in Fort McMurray, but Red Deer, Nesson Hat. It was Haskowin, for goodness sake, has had issues that, you know, parallel what's going on in the, in the bigger cities as well. Um, and, and there's a number of different areas, but, you know, to, sort of put it into one pile you'd be you'd be talking about safety on public transit those have been issues in both cities time and time and time again um issues with public safety in the downtown people not feeling safe to be in the downtowns of calgary and edmonton um open you know drug use taking place in public parks and all the rest of that stuff and uh panhandling the, the list goes on you're familiar with some of the pressures that we're dealing with and it's gotten to a point where people are really concerned about it right so i will applaud the city of edmonton for saying okay we're going to try and figure this out we're going to try and come up with a strategy. We're going to come up with a solution. It's not easy. It's not easy. And they got a lot of pushback yesterday. City Council spent 12 hours hearing from concerned stakeholders, people, agencies, talking about the ins, the outs of this new public spaces bylaw that they want to bring in. The vast majority were opposed to it. And you know what? For some pretty good reasons. But at the same time, got to do something. Now, like I say, it's not easy, and I don't know how much progress was actually made where we might be headed, but Tim Cartmel is an Edmonton City Councillor. Obviously, he was involved in the conversations yesterday. He's been blogging about this situation, and he joins us now. Um, Councillor, thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Nice to talk to you, Shane. Okay, so this new bylaw, let's just get everybody on the same page here. What we're talking about is a public spaces bylaw, but really, it sort of would replace a bunch of existing bylaws, right? Yes, sir. We have, we have three bylaws that we're trying to consolidate, a public places bylaw, a parkland bylaw, and a conduct of transit passengers bylaw. So 90-second example, imagine Churchill Square. The library is at the south end of Churchill Square. City Hall is at the north. Transit Centre, the newly built LRT station, is on the road between the, the library and Churchill Square. Okay. The transit centre is governed by the conduct of transit passengers bylaw. Churchill Square is governed by the Parkland bylaw. The streets, the sidewalks along 100th Street and 99th Street are governed by the public places bylaw. Okay. So you've got three different bylaws that all apply to some part of Churchill Square. And the primary goal of this bylaw that we talked about yesterday was to consolidate all of those bylaws into one so that you have one set of expectations, one set of bylaws, red tape reduction, and... People like our police officers, our peace officers, our transit peace officers know that they have one set of rules. And it, and it's, it doesn't change the minute you step off the platform and into Churchill Square or from Churchill Square onto the sidewalk, which is where we are today. Gotcha. Okay. Now, is that why, and there's some criticism here, and I've wondered myself, is like, why are we talking about skating on the North Saskatchewan River. That one comes up a lot. Why are we talking about spitting on the sidewalk? I mean, there's a lot that's going into what you were tackling down at City Hall yesterday. Too much, maybe, I would think, but is that why? Yeah, all those things are in the bylaws already, you know, to some degree. And so what administration did, this was this has been in the works for over a year. You know, they went on a detailed, inclusive uh, effort. They did a jurisdictional scan. They did public engagement with over 6,000 uh, individual Edmontonians, They went and did a lot of work to make sure that this consolidated bylaw was contemporary, was clear, was consolidated, was consistent. And yes, it included all kinds of other things that maybe you don't think we need to talk about, but it's simply there because Mm -hmm. 
it's already there. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and I think to be fair, um, those, they're, they're not unimportant, but I think when we're, when people are talking about public spaces, um, I think the focus and, and rightly so is on, I, I want to be safe when I ride the LRT. I want to be safe when I go to White Avenue. I want to feel safe when I go downtown. I don't want to see open drug use around my kids, those sorts of things. Um, that, and that's the tougher part, right? I think that's the part that people are focused on. Um, how did that go yesterday? What was your response? Because I heard some of the concerns and some of the criticisms of this bylaw, and I think they're fair. What was your take on what you heard yesterday from people who said, now nah, you missed the mark here, Councillor? Well, I think that you know what we heard from were a lot of, uh, frankly, rather idealistic, leaning towards academic perspectives that don't speak necessarily to you know, what's happening, they're not living in the moment. So we also heard from the business community that is dealing with these kinds of uh, things every day. They're losing customers. There's, you know, it's not safe to park or to walk to their doorstep, uh, to their, their storefront. We heard from the business community, and that was dismissed and, quite frankly, kind of mocked by the people, the other people in the in the meeting yesterday. We heard from a transit inspector that talked about what they actually see in the in the transit spaces. And... You know, while while many of the people that came to us, you know, expressed a concern that a person just trying to get warm in an LRT station is going to be unduly, you know, criticized or draw undue attention or is going to be immediately ticketed and then there'd be a warrant, which is not our ethic. What's actually happening in those spaces is is quite dramatically different in a lot of instances. And, you know, 6,000 people and the broader public, the feedback I'm getting from the from those that I represent uh, is that we want to see at least some kind of a line in the sand that says this behavior is not acceptable. It, this was supposed to be a code of conduct bylaw. It was supposed to be, this is what we expect as a community in our public spaces by way of behavior. This is what we accept. This is what we don't. This was not ever intended to be go cure all the social ills bylaw. That is completely different work. This was supposed to set the standard. Um, I, I read your... I read your blog and and I and listening to you talk right now and I can tell and I don't envy you. I do not envy anybody on council because I think what you're trying to do and it's really hard to do in 2024 is find that balance and say you know what there are people like I have people in this building who have family that they will not allow to ride the transit to the university because they think it's too dangerous. They have a right to be able to ride transit. So you I I think it's important to you know, the rights of the businesses that you talked about, they need to be recognized, they need to be supported, but there is a risk, right, Councillor, that you're going to be painted as heartless, as unempathetic, as victimizing the victims. There is a risk there. You've got to find that balance. Well, that's not, but then that is not the goal. If the goal was to victimize the victim, if the goal was to ticket people into oblivion, if the goal was to give somebody enough tickets so that there was a warrant and they were into remand, we can do that now. The laws yeah. are there now. The public spaces, the the, uh, the code of conduct bylaw for transit is there now. We don't do that. In the circumstances where our officers could do that, they are issuing tickets less than twenty percent of the time. And we're talking about bad behavior in transit spaces, which is which is by far, you know, the thing that we hear the most about, or the thing that I hear the most about. Mm-hmm. So that is not the effort. That is not the ethic. That is not the goal. The goal is to is to try to establish a standard that we can all get behind. And while 50-some people came and expressed concerns, 6,500 people overwhelmingly said, we need this kind of behavior to be called out. Uh, no one that I represent, Shay, wants a, a vulnerable person to be persecuted 
or blamed or shamed uh, or, or put in a bad situation because they're dealing with a mental health issue or dealing with a drug addiction issue or dealing with a poverty issue. But they do not want to play LRT roulette and be the next victim of a violent outburst by somebody that has consumed drugs and is no longer in control of their faculties. They don't want to have to walk over people as they come out of Bay Station and go up the stairway and, and walk through uh, you know, a collection of needles, walk through vomit and excrement and urine on their way to their office. And they shouldn't have to. There should be a standard. There should be something that says you can't do that. I couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. I think you're absolutely right. The question I have, and I don't know if there's an answer that you came up with, because there was some criticism around, okay, so what are you going to do? Fine them? We're not going to pay the fine. They've got no money. How do we, we develop the standard? We draw the line in the stand and say, this is unacceptable. What's the stick? What, how do you make, because I mean, you can't find them. That doesn't make any difference. What do you do? No. So, so first of all, you set the standard and then you talk about, well, what does enforcement look like? And, you know, I, a motion that was moved, a subsequent, a subsequent motion that was moved yesterday said, can we look at things, uh, options to expunge tickets when services are sought at designated social service or medical facilities? So if you go and seek out help, can you expunge your ticket? Can a referral or a detox, a treatment program for substance abuse, can that, uh, can that result in your ticket being expunged, uh, you know, a referral to a conversation with an elder, participation in community service. Are there things that that you get the warning or you get the ticket, but there's opportunities, you know, to expunge that or to take it off your record by doing some other thing? So let's examine that solution set. But I don't, but again, this bylaw was intended to create the code of conduct, the, the level of expectation that we can all expect in public spaces and that we all agree should be the expectation. And then also sets an expectation for those transit officers, those police officers, those peace officers to apply that standard. And, and you know, we all have the same expectation. We have the expectation of the, those individuals as extensions of our community to go and hold bad behavior to account. So, you know, I, I agree there's a lot there. There's a lot to do, but this, there's no way in the world to write a single law that is going to talk about all no. of the things that we have to do to remedy what has become a social crisis. You're absolutely right. It's it's a massive, very, very complex problem. But like I say, I do applaud you for getting started on it. I think it's important. Um, so where are we? And this is one thing I'm often critical of, of City Council for. It seems like it gets kicked back to administration when it's time to make a decision too often. Is that what happened yesterday? Well, let's go and see if we can rewrite it and come up with something later. What's our timeline now on this? Well, we don't have a timeline. And I mean, I did not support this in the least. It's, but it has been kicked back to administration, as you said, yeah. uh, to go and do, you know, go and do in-depth analysis. Well, they did that. Right. That's that's right. how we got here. <laughs> that's how that's why we're here. Go and, uh, you know, look at climate options for the River Valley. Well, that's not the subject we're talking about right now. Like, that's important. Sure. And we have the, you know, the the national park conversation and the ecological conversation. And we talk about this a utility about, you know, preservation of we talk about the River Valley. There's other pieces of work there. That is not what's on the people's mind and on the constituents' mind when we talk about this public places bylaw. So it's been kicked back to administration. Uh, you know, they're saying it's going to be at least Q3 of 2024. It will be later. We will find, we, there's over 100 outstanding reports at Council, Shay. I know. It's, right? Everything so, ends up back there. 
Yeah, so it's like, okay, bring me a report. I get the report, and the motion from the report is go do another report. Yeah, exactly. Right? Okay, and so I'm not crazy. This is what this is the no, pattern. No, not crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and so like, so we've got people that spend you know twelve hours a day in meetings. When do they go and do the work? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, if I yeah, you can hear the frustration of my voice. absolutely. I, can I, I can. I get the frustration from the people that that you know that whose jobs were making it impossible to do so. Um, do you f- kind of feel like the canary in the coal mine here? I know Calgary. I don't know if you're in touch with any other of your counterparts in Calgary or in Vancouver, but I know other jurisdictions must be looking at what you did with encampments and what's going on with this conversation because they've got the same problems. Sure, and they were looking at this work to see uh, just where it went. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, if, if, if this was like a consolidated bylaw that talked about this thing was something that those other jurisdictions were interested in seeing. And, you know, what is Edmonton doing? Edmonton has often been the leader in, yeah. in you know, this kind of work. And so they were, I can't speak for any of those jurisdictions, but had this passed yesterday, I think it would have been uh, an indication to those other cities to uh, maybe take on something, you know, something similar to this. So. But nothing to follow yet, unfortunately. No, but I'm, but I'm not giving up. I, yeah. I you know I want to make that clear. I, yeah, I'm frustrated, but I'm not going anywhere, Shay. Like I'm, I, we're going to fix this one way or another. Uh, you know, there's too many people in the city that want our public spaces to be safe and to be treated for the you know like like they're being used for their intended use. There's 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 just too many in this city that that have faith in this city, that believe in this city, that know the potential of this city. And uh, they know that that uh, and and want us to be compassionate and caring, but they also want us to have a certain level of accountability. They've seen the pendulum swing too far, and they want some of this activity and some of this behavior corrected. And I'm I'm not giving up on that. We're going to figure out a way. All right. Well, I'll follow it along closely because I think you're right. Uh, There needs to be a way. And uh, I appreciate your candor, Councillor. Thanks so much for being here.